0: Welcome to episode 110 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are Ian Sauce Sharple. Hello. And Matt Casale. Hello, dear loyal listeners. It is Monday night, June 29th, and tonight we're going to talk a little Daredevil, the Netflix series, since we've been putting it off for so long. And if we get to it afterwards, we're also going to talk some DCU, uh, the new books that have been released since convergence i think we've all read a couple of those titles so before we get into the old meat and potatoes housekeeping with
1: ian sharply in a vast desert of barren creativity and just crappy web comics and podcasts go to mcsauce.com it's the oasis to all great podcasting comic book reviews and of course the webcomic that be your started this all. off springing from springing up from the grounds of this the sand you're, you're thirsty for some some real thirsty there it is see matt's thirsty for some creativity can't wait till he
0: crushes that in the next five minutes and has to crack open a new one right in the middle of the recording
1: McSauce.com, go there for our webcomics. Our podcasts on Wednesdays, our reviews on Mondays and Thursdays. You can also join the ongoing conversation about all things pop culture, comic book, film, at our Facebook page. You can go to facebook.com forward slash McSauce. Give us a little bit of like. You can hit the like button and then we will be updated on your feed right there on Facebook if you're looking to get the podcast which is our 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 world famous podcast if I may say so myself
0: I prefer to call it the fan favorite
1: fan because fam- that's
0: not that's not lying fans world. legit fans do like it quite a bit. world it is, a fan favorite.
1: is also not lying either we do have listeners in I think Canada Germany England don't know who those people are. They probably accidentally clicked yeah. on our podcast. Yeah, like they could be
0: downloading it on accident.
1: But That's fan favorite. Fan favorite.
0: That's legit. We The fans of Mixsauce.
1: The fans of Mixos do think that this is their favorite thing that we do. So, right. If you want to get fan favorite sauce comic book podcast, there are a number of ways that you can do so. The most popular is to go to iTunes, you go to the iTunes store. Because it's the easiest. It is the easiest. So simple, so simple, so easy. You hit subscribe, bam, it's done. Not even like bing, bang, boom, which that's a complicated process. There's a couple of things that happen. There's a bing, there's a bang. Perhaps a boom. Maybe, you never know. But you click, boom, singular boom, right (laughs) on your phone, mobile device. Or your computer. You can go to Stitcher if you do not have the iTunes capabilities that other people do. You can stream it that way on your Android or iPhone, and you can also download the classic episodes, old school favorites. If you go to Mixos Podcast, old school favorites like Dwayne Johnson gets hit by a bus. That's, that's, that's a really that's An oldie. <laughs> well, that's an oldie but goody.
0: What was that like? Our third episode or something? Ooh, that was uh, a long time ago. So
1: long ago. It's very long. Very we were long. just kids back then. My hair was all brown then. Even recent favorites like... Fuck the Listeners. Or mm. Put Spider-Man in there. Favorite Favorites. Those might have worked their way out of the iTunes store. You can go to mcsaucepodcast.libsyn.com and you can listen to all of those there. So... Check that out, and as always, you can go to the mixsauce.com page and check out some of our our Twitter feeds there. You can go to Twitter. You can uh, check out Matt at Little Depressed Matt, Paul, Get Underscore McSauce myself, the Sauce.
0: So and I um I saw that you changed your I guess it was your Facebook avatar to support the recent. Uh, change in United States thinking on gay marriage this past weekend? I
1: I did. I changed it to a rainbow-colored
0: sauce avatar. Just to be an asshole. I wanted to do mine with the confederate flag.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That would be amazing. I should have done that. That would have been awesome.
0: (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure when when my brother was in, he he showed me yours and I was like, that
1: asshole.
0: I was like, oh my my god, that would have been so funny. Not that we don't... Not that I like racism. I don't. But super Sometimes I think it's
1: funny. (laughs)
0: It's really... Good on on you for supporting the
1: cause. Yeah, I mean, it's good... Anything that supports people, being Mm -hmm. able to do what they want to do, what they're compelled to do, in something that, honestly, is just about love, I think is a good thing to do, so... It's a really small gesture, but it means the world to a bunch of people. And people that you don't even know it affects. There are Facebook friends that I had no idea were gay that let me know. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I mean people's people telling me that their kids huh. were gay and I mean like a lot of different um different people just opening up and expressing that this meant a lot to them, so I think that it's it was a good little teeny tiny gesture, you know. In the grand scheme of things, doesn't really mean a lot, but it means something to some people. So, nice job, buddy. Thanks,
0: buddy. You got a little step.
1: I'm Just not a mile. I'm not a total
0: heartless fucking monster. No, I, we we know you're not. Yeah, you're the you're the fan favorite of the Mix podcast. Everyone loves Ian. Ah, Ian me. doesn't hammer his siblings for not liking Jurassic World.
1: No. I'm still waiting for your brother to actually give me a real review. I talked to him today, and he was like, The short answer is I didn't like it. And I wanted to say, Why not, you fucking lunatic? Because it was an awesome, fucking fun movie. So anything that you could possibly say is dumb garbage. Oh! Matthew. How about that? Because Is he you're still a, your favorite now you motherfucker. Because you're a big fucking
0: idiot if you don't like that movie. Woo! Someone's going to have to make a special trip
1: in just to defend his position. I just want to have a conversation. I want to hear that side of the argument because I haven't heard anybody say that they didn't like that movie. Any no one. No one doesn't like that movie except for fucking idiots. Killed my buzz, much like I killed
0: your buzz when we left Attack of the Clones all those years ago. That was so long ago. I'm a different. You, remember,
1: I'm a different you,
2: man you, now.
0: Are your eyes okay? I
2: feel like I had something in
0: my left eye, but, but your right eye is the one that looks red.
2: Is it really? Uh, are,
0: are on the outside. Oh, yeah.
2: no. I don't know. Well, uh, do I just look like a mess?
0: I'm glad that we're video <laughs> recording this tonight. Test. Test record. Yeah, we have yeah, to we, walk through a whole lot of steps before we get this right so that's we're not going to show the fans how
1: <laughs> horrendous i look tonight we're maybe, amateur. This is, maybe this is the clip we'll cut and use we're amateur oh, videographers good. and we're only going to get like a half an hour so i
2: hope you all can just see yeah it. get in there you see this is by bi-
1: yeah one more time
2: yeah, that's enough i scared the children
0: enough with that oh the old children do you have anything left to housekeep? House,
1: keep? house clean, clean. As it was back in the old days, sir. <laughs> I, I do. Ma- ma- or I Massa. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, that's too. Yeah.
0: 110 episodes in, it's still as amusing as it was on episode one, That Ian is the one that does the housekeeping.
1: I just wanted to promote our friends' things and tell the people about what we did. Had no idea that it was connected to some deep-seated racism in your heart.
0: Well, you oh, did Grand did. Wizard
1: McGinty! <laughs> you did housekeeping once, Matt. Yeah, right. I did. You I did it well, found found too. Found it
0: yeah. Well, you go to that theater, right? Hmm. That theater where you and your you and your peeps enjoyed Jurassic World. Oh yeah, yeah. The Black Theater, for those that didn't listen to last episode. And shame on you
1: for not listening.
2: Oh, I thought you were telling me shame on me for going there. I was like, what are you talking about, man? I integrated well. Yeah. I assimilated.
0: Dark hair and dark eyes. And red eyes, but... Well, Soul? <clears throat> so we've put this off for a long time
1: daredevil premiered what first week in april i think it was the the april 2001
0: we've put off talking about daredevil for a long time because matt has been busy matt has been busy
1: with hating he hasn't been able
0: to dedicate the proper amount of time to watching daredevil and i understand you gotta get through game of thrones because that shit will get spoiled like a champ and i am shocked that that didn't get spoiled for you because it was spoiled for me.
1: The night I was that... was so fucking the night that But who told you not to go on the internet? It was me. And you went on anyway. Willy nilly. Do you ever... I was watching. Listen? I was paying attention. I told you. It was you, disguised. You're going to get fucked.
2: I did. It was spoiled for you on Twitter. It was. Um. I think...
0: But it was like I a was, day after. You don't fucking put that shit on right. Twitter it was, a day after. I
2: think it was after we had recorded a podcast on a Monday night. We're sitting here, and you're looking on Twitter, and you're like, fuck, it just got spoiled for me. Last, uh, episode 10 got spoiled, and then I was like, man. I, I got like to, 10
1: episodes in that season.
2: Every season, wow. I 10 episodes. Yeah. But I was like, man, I really got to be careful with this, because somebody's going to say something. I have to be – I really got to – like, watch the the series quickly, because if I don't, it'll get spoiled. So I was like, it's balls to the wall, Game of Thrones. I can't be bothered with Daredevil. I managed to squeeze a couple Daredevils in there.
0: I feel like there are no spoils. (laughs) No spoils. I feel like there are no spoilers in Daredevil. I feel like you can talk about that season from beginning to end, and there's no real spoilers. Oh, good, because I guess that's what we're going to do here
1: tonight. I mean characters <clears throat> that may or may not make it out.
0: I guess there could be but, but
1: it's not nothing that would shock you, I don't think. It's not like Matt Mur they kill
0: Matt Murdoch and Foggy takes up the Daredevil Mantle. That would be amazing and
1: shitty. Do you want us to not spoil stuff?
0: Uh, you don't like it anyway. Yeah. I, I you're
1: mean you're probably like, not
0: even gonna finish it.
1: Let let's spoil it for the listener. Matt does not like Daredevil.
0: Um, so far,
2: yeah, I would say that that's a pretty fair statement. But I probably will finish it because I want to like it. You're having such a hard time with it. Though. I am. I'm struggling, and it, it's hard to come off of Game of Thrones and go into Daredevil. Um, it, it's just... My criticism at this point is it's really a slow burn. It's a slow-paced, slow everything. Even the way the characters talk is slow. It's just very monotone. The fights are slow. The it, Well, I'm exaggerating, but everything just feels slow and drawn out. There, there are long sequences of nothingness. Like, there's no dialogue. It's just... It's it's just slow that like if i had to sum up that series after four episodes in one word it would be slow that
1: was gonna be my guess i can agree that it is a slow burn and i think some of the payoff is because they take their time i think it's a deliberate slow burn i think that they are meticulous with creating these characters and building each one of them and, and creating this universe in a in a fashion that they would not be allowed in any other medium. You can't right. do that in a, in a film. You can't do that on traditional television, but on a Netflix style show, I think that you can take your time. So I'm not sure if it's slow, it's just they're taking they're being careful and taking their time with mm-hmm. it. I understand that criticism. I'd be lying if I told you that I didn't fall asleep during one of the episodes.
2: <gasps> well, didn't whenever, say I didn't like it. Whenever you're tired watching TV, this is just the way it goes. If there are sequences without any talking and the, the sound effects are kind of quiet and they're trying to do the storytelling from a, like a more visual standpoint, it's really easy to let your eyes get heavy and you start to kind of drift off. Um, and that's what's going on in Daredevil that's just the style of it and that's just a little too much for me it's like maybe this could have been ten episodes see that... I thought
0: I thought the fir- after the first episode I was like uh, I don't know but by the end of the second one I was like yeah let's keep going this is fucking cool pilot
1: episodes are always <clears throat> difficult because it's proof right. of concept and
0: being a television connoisseur as i am. I was fine. But first episode's a little slow. I even expected the second one to have a little bit of build up, but after i got through that first episode, i was like, yeah, we, i'm into this. Can we clarify though, the
2: first episode really wasn't a pilot because the whole season was done as one whole. Is it am i right? Don't
1: that? you have to do a don't you have to produce a pilot anyway to Provide some kind of proof yeah, of concept. I, yeah, there's, like, I don't know how the Netflix Marvel model goes. I don't know. I mean, it's but not, I think you do anyway.
0: I don't think it's traditional pilot, like, hey, we're going to make this one episode that we're going to pitch to the network and then we're going to go from there. But it's looked at as this is the first episode everyone's going to watch. So this one needs to be the one that everything gets kicked off in, that everything gets put in the right direction to bring people back. Yeah, right. And like Matt's not the only person that's had criticism over the series and the first episode that's been kind of boring. Yeah. And like I thought the episode, the first episode was kind of rough too, but it's a quote unquote pilot, right. so it's gonna have some flaws. But by the time right. you get through the second one, like I felt everything was really off and running.
1: And I know the second one's the one that everybody points to as the jumping on point with the um, famous hallway one take pretty cool um, scene you like that i thought that you had some criticism of that i
2: did but overall it was pretty cool i thought it was a fantastic concept i think the execution was a little bit lacking i felt like it looked like a very tired actor <laughs> toward the end of it right the, the end of
0: what the, the hallway, the hallway fight in the second episode well, what do you, it, you think it looked like a very tired actor, or did it look like a guy who just fought? It looked like, like a other very tired—to
1: me, it felt like a very tired character.
2: It, it felt like a tired actor because I felt like that's when you started to see just how choreographed it was. Um, you know, at first it was very fluid, and it felt like it— like the punches and kicks were very heavy, but by the end it felt like they were somewhat going through the motion of these choreographed moves— and they were slower, and it just felt kind of more unnatural as it went.
0: See, I but, didn't I didn't feel that way at all. I thought by the end of it, it was done that way on purpose so that you get the sense that by the end, Matt Murdock is fucking exhausted. It, the guys that are still up fighting him are exhausted. So, right. Yeah, I mean, it they're, looked, they're doing whatever they can but to looked, get to the end of that fight it on It looked top.
2: like the moves that were being performed were doing more damage
1: than they should have been because it looked like there was nothing behind them. See, I disagree. I you mentioned the word heavy. I thought that the punches at the end were heavy. They were slower, and they were you know drifting molasses because, dude's putting everything into it because he can only hit you one time. So I I I thought it was authentic. I mean I I appreciate your criticism of that. It felt um, like the but most, I I thought it was it felt like the, the most authentic
0: fight on screen I've seen, other than you know like like including all the Christopher Nolan Batman movies and all the other superhero movies and Karate movies we've seen. And it was that one little bit at the end that really sealed it where Matt is leaned up against the wall and he uses his entire body to push himself off the wall to get back into the fight because he's so exhausted at that point. And it just sealed the entire fight and was like, holy shit, look at this guy getting his ass kicked, going through all this stuff. And you never really get the sense that... And that was one thing I loved about the entire series, is that Matt Murdock gets his fucking ass kicked from beginning to end, and he keeps going out there, and he keeps getting it done. And it blew me away. I, I loved every second he, of it. I, in every other
2: instance where he's throwing punches and taking punches, I'm in. I'm sold. It was that, that long-winded hallway sequence that... Again, it was cool in concept, that it was all done in one take, but I think it might have actually ended up looking a little better if they did have a couple cuts.
1: I think that it was so, and you mentioned Paul, um, the, the Chris Nolan Dark Knight trilogy, where I think that some of those fight scenes maybe weren't as impactful because there were a lot of cuts, it was dark, it was close. And they did some of that I stuff to that. kind of mask the fight scenes. Whereas this is the stark opposite where you see every single punch from a wide angle. I, th-
2: I think that your criticism of the Christopher Nolan Batmans are, are valid for the first two. But the two fights that he had with Bane were pretty good. And know, it might have been a
1: stylistic thing yeah, too. And, and I can't fight that. A
2: bit. There, there's like less cutting. Especially when Bane would throw punches, oh my God! Like they just looked scary.
0: Um, See, I didn't feel like any like all that stuff felt like big movie choreographed fighting. And that Daredevil scene, it felt like that shit was really connecting, like that and and Star Trek Into Darkness when Kirk hits James John Harrison or whatever the fuck his name Con- is Khan Con, in the face, like it looks so. Heavy. It looks like Chris Pine hit Benedict Cumberbatch in the face, Mm -hmm. and like that's my that one punch is my high mark for choreographed fighting in movies because you really felt it, and I really felt a lot of the shit in Daredevil. Right. And not to directly compare Daredevil and the Chris Nolan Batman's, but I feel like they're pretty even because they're both street fighting. You know, there's they're similar in tone and style. You know, Batman even used kind of a brawler. Style. It wasn't a whole lot of ninja craziness. Yeah. But Daredevils just felt so much more real to me. Like I, you could really get the sense that this guy was getting his ass kicked. Like you felt. Oh right.
2: Yeah. No, I did. I don't agree with your assessment of the Chris Nolan overly choreographed like big budget movie fights, but definitely the Daredevil thing. Yeah, they're brutal. Those are brutal fights, and there's something to look forward to in those episodes when he does throw down because they're they're great. Um, they're better than like the the fisticuffs that you see in almost any Marvel movie. Um, although, <laughs> when Winter Soldier was beating the shit out of um,
1: Captain, Captain America. America
2: and Captain America too, that was pretty brutal too.
1: That was probably. You know, one of the better fight scenes in the Marvel movies. the yeah. mo- One of the no, more I, realistic ones.
0: And I could be remembering this wrong, but wasn't Cap kind of backing off? He didn't want to go at him 100%. He was trying to calm him down and get Bucky on his side. So he wasn't he wasn't going after him. If he went after him, that would have been a much different fight.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, and the, it's, it's in a totally different sense then. I mean, Batman and Bane... They're going after each other. Batman has to fight for his life. But Cap at that point is like, hey, I'm your best friend. I'm I'm only going to hit you a little bit. Right.
2: No, the Daredevil stuff is brutal. And the Daredevil stuff, to me, pushes that show into an R, um, which surprised me because I thought it was going to be a PG-13 kind of affair. And maybe it's skirting that a little bit. Maybe
1: it's a little bit more...
2: I way. don't know,
1: man. I think it's a fucking R. Because like, they say shit and stuff. There, the... are, have you have you reached the episode where it starts off in a bowling alley? Your yes. favorite, a bowling alley. Yeah. Did you get to the end of that one? Yes. Where the dude th- puts his head through the that's, spike? Yeah. I mean, that's an R right there. Yeah, like. that's, what that's was pretty thinking. brutal. It
2: was it was brutal. Um. So, yeah, in in, in the bowling alley in the fight. In, in the initial part of that episode, he like breaks a guy's arm or something and the bone comes out and you're just like, oh my God, this isn't Ben Affleck's Daredevil. This is, this is something different. This there are is... a lot
1: of uncomfortable moments throughout yeah. the whole series.
2: Yeah, and, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, and there are those glimmers, those, those short-lived moments that I've enjoyed. And it's not like, oh, my God, I just need the fighting. The talking is just terrible because I need action, action, action. But the talking can be so boring on that show that, it like...
1: My question is, does... Um, and I thought about this because I knew that you felt this way, and I thought about this a lot. <coughs> does it not feel like Daredevil to you? Is that feels, why you don't it like it? Because like I know you're a big Daredevil fan.
2: I do. I love Daredevil. Um... My favorite Daredevil that I ever read would probably be... I read the old Frank Miller stuff and liked that. I read Daredevil in the 90s, but I don't remember who the writer is, but I liked that when there was a lot of stuff with him in, in the hand and there was some training stuff with Stick. Which I understand, Stick makes an appearance in the show.
1: Not the Man of Fear, st- or yeah, the Man of Fear, oh, like the miniseries. Well, Does no, I, I'm I
2: i was not referring to that, but that's yeah. really good too. The Frank Miller and the Man, Man Without of Fear, but I'm yeah. talking the Frank Miller run that he did in the '80s. Like I get okay. reprints of that, and that's really good. Like I read the Death of Electra, and his fights with Bullseye. It's all really good. I really never quite got into the Brian Michael Bendis and Ed Brubaker run stuff, which to me feels like this is that come to life. Very dark. Alex Maleev artwork, uh, real scratchy and gritty. They're trying to recreate that with handheld camera movements.
1: <clears throat> they even pull, uh, for a newspaper article, they pull a Maleev cover and use it in the news. Oh, did they? Yeah, later I, on. I hadn't and,
2: noticed that. Yeah, um, and you know that it's kind of cool to see like I, I was never a giant fan especially the brew stuff i think i liked the bendis stuff better than the brew baker i never read all of either but i've read enough of both to have an opinion and um the bendis stuff was a little better um alex maleev's art takes a lot of getting used to and even sure then, does and even then I'm not really a fan. But it fits the story. It fits the, the writing. And this feels like just an extension of that. Basically. A little bit more of an origin type thing going on. But the, the tone is very similar. Um, and it's okay. I just don't
1: love it. Well, what was, I think, what was your favorite? Because you went, you started talking about it. So what was your favorite? My you know, favorite? Stuff.
2: Um, You know, maybe it is The Man Without Fear, the, you know, the five-issue okay. miniseries by Frank Miller. And, I'm
1: surprised that you didn't mention the Kevin Smith stuff.
2: Oh, the Kevin Smith stuff. That was really good, too. I'd say that's my favorite. You know, if I, I had, had to my, pick one. That might be my favorite, too. That was really strong.
1: Man Without Fear is really—it's great. It's great artwork. I think it's Frank Miller on the end tail of him being a good writer— it was like the last gasp, but th- that was really awesome. It did, you know, highlight some some backstory and um, and you see him in the, the black stick. suit
2: that he has in this
1: TV show. Did you ever read Daredevil Yellow by um, Jeff Loeb? No. No. Sale? Do you no. want to take it home with you tonight? No. That's probably I, I, third in my let me line finish of the Daredevil show first. stuff. But uh, yeah, that's that's also if if I had three to recommend to the loving. Bands, yeah. It would be those.
2: And that, that original Frank Miller run's good. I, I mean, it's been a long time since I read it, but man, was it good.
1: Yeah, I tried to go back. It's it's hard to go back in time because I didn't read it whenever it was happening. Yeah. So I recently tried to go back and read The Death of Electric, because I've never read that. Yeah. So I didn't know how that all over- I own that out. issue. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I don't know what
2: it's worth. It's probably worth, what, 75 bucks, something like that, but...
1: I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, the price of comic books shock, shock, shocks me all the time how things that hold in such high regard. Does that feel just, just,
2: high or low to you?
1: That feels high to me. Does it? Yeah. I mean, not because I'm saying that Let's it's... see what it's going
2: for on eBay.
1: Yeah. Talk amongst yourself, Ian. Okay. Uh, hey, Paul, do you... Uh... Oh. Yeah. But, yeah, um... My biggest question to you, Matt, was does it feel like Daredevil? Um, And you you mentioned that it was slow and that was a big problem, but I I still think that for a character that I'm real familiar with, he does all the things that I want to see him do. It is a... Daredevil is a gritty, crime-styled hero, and he does those
2: things. Yeah, but I don't think you can deny that all, of all the Daredevils we've read in the comic books, this feels like the Malive Bendis style Daredevil.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think that's a really good. and that's um, just
2: not my favorite iteration of the character and, and right. that's it's drastic not drastically different, but it's very stylistically different. Same character, same basic principles, but it just has a, a really heavy crime noir kind of vibe, which right. I normally like.
1: Yeah, that was the next point I was going to make. I thought you liked that kind of stuff, and I like that, and I like that in Daredevil. I I feel like this particular show. Here's I think this
2: might be a really good way to quantify my mm, criticism of it. I feel like the show lacks style. I feel really? like I do. Do you what? Do you feel that it has
1: a lot? Of I think style it, it. I think it has its own definitive vision, and it does have style. I think it feels exceedingly low budget. Would
0: you? Would you say that Gotham had its own style?
2: I would. That pilot in particular. Normally, you know, these pilots were like, eh, you know, it's not a fair representation. Usually they kind of, like, don't have their groove right away. I was in after the first episode of Gotham, but then it got boring after that.
0: I'm inclined to agree with you in the sense that Gotham has its own style, Mm -hmm. but Daredevil was just dark. Yeah. And if, like, and yeah, like, that can be their style. But I feel like Gotham kind of went out of their way to do a little bit of the animated series thing where I think maybe they have antiquated technology, but they're kind of modern. But Daredevil was just modern, bring the lights down. Great. Yes,
2: yes, I completely agree. And with it, wasn't,
0: you it
1: was a style, but it wasn't necessarily artistic. Maybe. I think Daredevil definitely was going for something. It just maybe wasn't as good as what Gotham achieved.
0: And I loved Daredevil. Let's get that out there. I thought the entire series was great.
2: No, but I I think you did a really good job of kind of verbalizing like my thoughts on it. It it definitely lacks a certain style. Like as as much as it's similar to the Bendis Maliev run, it it doesn't quite capture the noir style of it. I feel like if it if it was. A little more heavy handed, not quite to the degree of like a Sin City or something, but a little more shifted toward that.
0: I feel like I would be a little more into it. Gotham's done a good job straddling a line the line of twenties, thirties, noir and a modern day telling. Daredevil was clearly present day, two thousand fifteen, no bones about it. We're like we're not trying anything else and that's fine, that's the way it has to be because it's part of the Marvel Universe from the present day right
2: is there is there more flashback sequences beyond maybe the, the second or third episode with his dad or anything or is
0: that kind of it yeah yeah there's there's a couple more there's a couple later on where um Matt and Foggy meet for the first time you get the sense of their relationship growing up in college and you know getting to be where they're at now and then mm-hmm. they're Their first big corporate job together where they decided, we need to do what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And there's an entire Kingpin episode that takes you through his childhood Mm -hmm. up to where he is now. And both of those episodes were were really good. Kingpin, I, I loved all the Kingpin stuff from start to finish.
2: Yeah, the first time we see Kingpin, I actually got a little excited. I was like, okay, he looks perfectly, exactly right. So that was pretty exciting. So I'm kind of, I'm intrigued to see more kingpin I saw a little bit more of them, but um
0: <laughs> welcome
1: back yeah. hey I'm back everybody that thing's probably been done recording for its about 10 yeah, minutes it's, now it's done it was done when you left the room and we didn't announce it to the probe
0: oh did the light go off
1: yes it did go off mm. um I think that's just a memory storage thing we'll fix that later on
2: I, I really felt like the best character moments in the show that I've seen so far. And again, I'm like a third or not, I'm a fourth of where you guys are with this stuff. But I think the flashback sequences were the most powerful character moments of the show. Um, I really struggled to like any of the main
1: characters. Uh, Even Matt? Particularly Foggy. Oh, he's terrible. People have problems with him. I didn't have a problem with him. I know you said... You didn't like the actor? I don't really
2: care for the actor either. Like, he's just... He's just annoying.
1: Well, isn't that what Foggy is? Isn't Foggy kind of like the annoying sidekick to uh, Matt Murdock's I never felt he was annoying. Sexy blind guy.
2: No, no, no. I I always felt like he was a little bit... And this isn't even a fair uh, characterization bumbling, but that's not it either. But he was... He was just sort of his dopier friend. Um, yeah, but, but that's but what he is, right? This guy is constantly trying to crack wise, and he's never funny, um, and he's just kind of irritating, and I don't remember Foggy in the comics being that, ever. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they know what they're doing with this character, but I, I can't get in.
1: Apparently. It seems like a lot of people have criticism about him. I don't have a problem, but...
2: Even Karen Page can't get invested in that character, but then again, in the comics, I'm not like a big Karen Page fan. But but you're a big Matt Murdock. I am a Matt Murdock fan. Um, And I think he's okay in the show, but man, he is so fucking subdued. He he just he needs to emote more. There's just there's like one level to him, and it's just kind of monotone. And I mean. Maybe that's not the case all the way through the show, but I don't think that can be argued for the first four episodes. He's really just
0: even. Once stick, sh- once stick shows up, you see a little some ups and downs. Yeah. But yeah, I I never warmed up to Foggy even through the flashback episode with those two. I never mm-hmm. really got why. I don't think there's chemistry between Charlie Cox and yeah I the guy think, that plays Foggy like I don't understand why, I would agree with that too Weather buddies I mean and I can even there's agree there's more chemistry between Harrison Ford and Peter Mayhew and uh. big giant bear suit <laughs> than
1: there is those two
0: and the whole like I, I don't like Foggy at all like I think well
1: like, fortunately they're, like, they're not really on screen together that much right, I mean there are a few at episodes at the same but... time
0: like but the whole time I'm like Matt why are you fucking bothering with this guy And I'm sure he has redeemable qualities. He's got a great moral compass. He's good at being a lawyer for pro bono work. (laughs) But I'm just like, eh. And there's kind of a... I feel like the writing was particularly focused on we want to see Foggy and Karen together. But then they throw in enough scenes where you're like, well, wait, am I... Am I supposed to want Matt and Karen together? I don't know. Well, because they're
1: building that, that, um, the triangle, because Foggy likes Karen, and Karen kind of likes Foggy, but she really likes Matt, and she grows to like Matt, so they're building that love triangle for the second season and the follow-up, and they're trying to lay that foundation... Well, see. I that's what they're doing. I don't know Daredevil. Just in time for season two
2: to give her some AIDS. I the way read. Kevin Smith gave oh, her AIDS. Oh, boy. Guardians well, they own. hint
1: They hint at her history as a porn star. Oh, really? Okay. They do no, hint, at,
0: they they hint, hint at a they mysterious... They hint at
1: her having a mysterious past. And what is that
0: mysterious pat, past? For comic book readers, but they don't hint that she was a porn star. They, but, hint, they hint that she was okay, that's cool. up to some stuff. That could be drugs...
1: That, that could, could be, be any of babies, that could be anything. But as people that know the background, that's what they're hinting at. Did she, that's a prostitute or is I bad? don't uh she might have been a prostitute, but I mean they're hinting at a mysterious past, but that's the past that they're hinting at. I that's the character's that was... history.
0: Yeah, for comic book readers, but tons of people watch that show that don't know the comics. So, I mean, they okay, were essentially that's hinting that's but at we are not those some, people. Some vague. Past. We all read Guardian Devil, right? Yeah, we know. So that's what they're heading yeah. at. No, but they weren't particularly... What I'm saying is in the show... They didn't they, say... They, they, I, I, I understand didn't what anything you're saying. say to say there was a, a porno past.
1: I understand a what you're saying, past. but that's where they're going because that's the history of the car. Right, book and there. that's what it should be. And if it's
0: not, if they shy away from that, I'll be disappointed. The but, one thing that they do... But if, if you're not a Daredevil fan, if you don't know the history, just watching it now, you would never even guess that... Oh, she was a fucking porn star. Okay. And, and that's it. But my that point is porn. that we are. <laughs> but we know that. But we yeah, I mean So we, we can say that. I mean we, that... we assume, but
1: do we even think they're gonna go through with that? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It's a pretty dark fucking show. Why would they shy away from that? Why would they even bring up a mysterious past
2: if it's not Because
0: I, I feel like a mysterious past could be I was involved in heavy drugs and that's more acceptable for the marvel disney brand than porn star i don't know is it acceptable for the
1: marvel disney brand to have somebody commit suicide by putting their head through a spike is that acceptable i feel like there is a more acceptable
0: line for violence than there is dirty sex stuff and and that's that's fair. that's that's fair
1: that's true that's fair i agree with that i still think that they are going for it enough with this show with a lot of different things that I don't think that they would shy away from the source material on this one thing. It's pretty well known. They would get a lot of backlash from fans. I think... And I think that they can just hint at it. It can just be, oh, you were naked in some magazines or something. Like, there's not going to have to be a whole episode of her fucking some dude. Oh, yeah, and it can be... I'm disappointed. It can be totally overt, and that's that's fine. Which I think it, that's what it's going to be. Like, hey, we saw... We saw this file. So... Do we like Karen Page? Or are we I'm indifferent?
2: not I'm not in love with I'll be honest with you. I am not in love with any of the casting across the board Oof. except Oof. Woof, except for <gasps> Kingpin. I'll...
1: Okay. I, thank goodness.
2: I,
0: I on the other hand, I am in love with four of the castings. Being Matt Murdock, Kingpin, Ben Yurik, and Vanessa. I think they're all awesome. All the Vanessa Kingpin stuff. The Vanessa's I, very I brilliant. Also,
1: I also like Claire Temple as Nightmares. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I agree.
1: I Rosario so. Dawson. Yeah. I mean, there, and while we just did the Daredevil Hate podcast.
0: Wow. Did we?
1: I think we bit, did. A little bit. I think Matt, we did. has
0: been doing that.
1: Matt's not even hating as as hard as I thought he was going to hate. I think he's Matt, just, you want to like it. I, I think don't Matt's think, just If you bored. don't like it
0: by now, I don't yeah. think you're going to. I think I, you're going to go through the entire season like,
1: eh, I guess I was all right. I think he's just bored. But you did touch on somebody that you really like, so why don't we go with that? Why don't we start and branch out into the, the well, flower been, of I've love? I've barely seen
2: anything of Kingpin.
1: Because you're only four episodes in. Yeah, Have he, you gotten to the episode where he talks to the Russian... Yes. Okay.
0: Um, that's another casting that I absolutely love. uh, The guy that played Vladimir Nikolai Nikolov
1: is Vladimir, the The brother that makes it out. See, I don't like the the guy that Matt's trying to save. See, really, that's funny. Fucking awesome. I think he's a stereotypical Russian bad guy, and I was like, oh, you know, you know
2: who was a, a good actor in the show is um. Rosario Dawson. She's yeah, that's actually really good.
1: Yeah, she's she's an excellent.
0: Actress. Do you remember two minutes ago when we said that? Is that Vanessa? Thanks.
1: No, that's uh, Claire Temple, night nurse.
0: Okay,
2: wait. You said you liked four. You liked Matt Murdock, right. Kingpin, Vanessa, and Ben Urich. You right, did not, and then Ian, and then I right added on Ian added on Claire didn't, Temple. Didn't hear that part. Ian.
1: <laughs> I don't listen when the black guy talks. Oh! Oh, Confederate flag, folks. For those on the of you of Matt's car. not watching the video, he was wearing a Confederate flag Order. shirt tonight. <laughs> Order so. Brothers said we will not be releasing
0: any more models of Matt's convertible VW <laughs> with the Confederate flag on the roof. Yeah, but, uh, Nikolai Nikolaev Vladimir. Uh, I've seen him in other things, and I thought he was really good.
1: Uh, I didn't like him. He just came off a stereotypical Russian bad guy. See, I... Overly he, brutal, overly emotional. But he, see, I don't think he was overly brutal
0: or overly emotional because he's in a situation where his brother gets aren't they? Aren't they always in those situations, but he loses, those Russian bad guys? He loses his brother. There's even a flashback to those guys in Russia before they come over. It makes you. It gives you a little bit of backstory. It gives those guys personality. And, you know, the whole time, his whole character turn whenever you see him like I, he, he does a really good job because he is that in the front I'm just your standard Russian bad guy but then they they give you a little bit more they delve deeper into that character and by by the end of his arc you're like fuck yeah this guy's great I would watch a show just about this guy
1: I disagree but I like your enthusiasm for liking him
0: I thought Ben Yurick was just okay.
2: Really? I
1: love Ben Yurick. I, I thought you know he was awesome.
2: I, you know what I like though? I like they made him black
0: in the yeah. in the film. Yeah, cuz
1: that's how that's what good reporters are. Well, that
0: he is black. black. Right. Not not in the book. Yeah, he is. Ultimate Ben Yurick's black.
1: Ultimate Ben Yurick, but not Urich. no, not 616 Ben Yurick. No,
0: regular Marvel U Ben Yurick white as hell. No. He is? He is. Yeah. But I He like, totally I've, is. I'm, I've never read enough Ben Yurick no. in the regular marvel books that he's always black to me just like for some reason john jones martian manhunter is always black to me isn't he black in justice league right carl lumley the the voice actor is black and i think that's why in my head when he shift shift you know when he he shifts to a human yeah in my head it's he's a black guy yeah but in the old comics he wasn't he was a white guy but that's because they were 60s
1: comics Racism, Fucked Infederate up. Confederate flags. Right. But yeah, uh, Ben Urich, really, really solid performance. Um, sp- do you, should I spoil it for Matt?
2: Yeah.
1: I was fucking upset whenever Kingpin choked him out. Oh, no. Yeah. Why'd you ruin that for me? Because he said okay. Because you're never going to watch it, you fuck. I know you.
2: I, no, I will. No, I don't know.
1: Seems like you're bored with it. But yeah, I, I was really I upset, either. and I thought that he was he was more of a key part you know, of the cast I, than. I was
2: getting him and Robbie Robertson confused. Yeah, Robbie Robertson. The yeah. other reporter
1: you're in Spider Man. Racist. That's How am I
2: racist? All reporters are black. I
1: said I think, the other
2: reporter. I didn't see the other black guys and the other reporter.
1: I think I said
0: all reporters are black at some point. <laughs> Well, it's okay if you say it. I know, right? It's amazing that our the wild racist on the podcast is Ian. Because <laughs> I, I, I can
1: get a black, because I can get a black as Teflon, right? <laughs> but I was shocked that they they killed that character because he was a core part, especially in the later episodes. Whenever he takes Karen Page under his wing and tries to show her some of the ropes of how to get this story this this bubbling story about the kingpin out there to the public i was surprised that they killed him he seemed like a really important part of the cast and i didn't think that they would have the balls to kill him which those have to be the
0: stakes though you need to right you need someone to show how ruthless Wilson Fiskas.
1: Right, right. Not just, you know, random Russian gangsters. I would prefer to Russian Karen Gangster. Page,
0: because I never felt any real connection with Karen Page or Foggy. Well, they killed her in the comics.
2: With, again, they with the spoilers, with the Guardian Devil storyline, they, they give her AIDS in the first issue or whatever, and then by the end of the series, they have her end up being murdered, and it's like, well, why'd you even give her AIDS if, like, you're. Insult to injury. Yeah, really. I feel like that was somewhat sloppy writing on Kevin Smith's part, but
1: hey, it was his first go round. It was, but um, so we were talking about. We also talked touched on the Kingpin, and Matt, you said that that was something that you really enjoyed about. it. I yeah. thought Vincent D'Onofrio D'Onofrio was really excellent as the Kingpin, and
2: just the the uh, the shadow that that he uh, casts, like the just the mention of. Um, Wilson Fisk like is so frightening to everyone. Like What he's capable of
1: and, and what he'll do to you and your family and your loved ones. And you don't hear people mention his name for episodes. They won't even say it. Right. He's
2: terrifying just without even seeing him. And I think that kind of a reputation is cool. So I hope what they do is I hope they do something similar with The Punisher when they introduce him in season two because that right there is the reason why I'm going to
1: finish this season just to get to the uh, the Punisher. Hell in, yeah. In season 2.
2: Perfect casting. Shane from The Walking Dead. What's mm-hmm. his name in real life?
1: John Berthnall? John Bernthal. Bernthal. All? John Bernthal. Berth- Bernthal. John
2: Bernthal.
0: John Berthnall. or John Berthnall.
2: <laughs> you got you got him. He's going to be the Punisher. I don't know if we're going to get an origin or what we're going to get. I don't know how prominently he's going to be involved. But out of out of any other Marvel superhero uh, that crosses over with uh, Daredevil, it's Spider-Man. He's the main guy. But after that, it's got to be the Punisher. And the fact that they're bringing him into this world, this brutal, dark, street-level, kind of scary underbelly of New York City... It, it seems like a perfect fit. It feels to me like this will be the first time ever in this will be the fourth attempt Marvel has made at getting this character
1: right on the, on the, well, outside of the pages of the book. What's cool about it is um, that it will be a, sort of like a third mirror of I want to protect my city and this is how I do it. Yeah. You have Daredevil doing it. Um, in in a fairly legal, I'm not gonna kill people kind of way. Right. You have Wilson Fisk doing it in a just all out ruthless sort of way. It'll be interesting to see the the Punisher and how he fits into this puzzle of vigilante Is or Wilson criminal. Wilson Fisk
2: still out there? And he's still
1: he's still out there.
2: Um. Yeah. So I mean, we don't normally see much Punisher versus Kingpin going on in, in the comics. Um, well, maybe I put my foot in my mouth. I guess we do with some of um, Garth Ennis' uh, Punisher stuff.
1: Jason Aaron's Punisher as oh, well. Oh, Jason that's, that's, that's the one, the one that I'm, comes to mind. Yeah,
2: with the whole origin thing. Yeah. That was a really weird series, though. It was kind of like this weird origin thing that disregarded... Oh, the disregarded all continuity before it it may as well have been an ultimate thing it was sort of
1: like a one-off kind of thing it was totally I, a one-off. but i felt like it it still paid homage to some of the earlier stuff some of the the vietnam history the fact that you were crediting frank castle with having a long history of fighting crime he it was an older punisher it was almost like the dark knight of Punisher.
2: it kind of was but we got we got the kingpin, and we got basically his origin story. Right. We got basically Bullseye's origin story.
1: And it was a strikingly different Bullseye. Bullseye than used was
2: to. nuts. But I fucking love that Bullseye. It was. Cool. I love that it version. Was, it of was bullseye. the coolest version I've ever read. But it it basically wasn't Bullseye. Um, you know, it was taking an existing character that was kind of cool already, and just saying, you know what, we can make him better. It's almost like. Could you not have created a brand new character to be just as as ruthless and cool? I
1: feel like it had to have been Bullseye. Why did in that it have story? to story? Be? Because they were taking all the classic characters. Electra was in that. Kingpin, they were folding them all into this yeah. fi- it was the final Punisher story.
2: You know, it's it's ironic. Punisher, but yet you have Kingpin, Bullseye, and Electra, but no Daredevil. Figure that out. That's true.
1: Daredevil was in that the uh, Garth Ennis
2: Which story. I hated. I never hated reading Daredevil as much as I hated reading him guest in... What was it? It was the Welcome Back Frank storyline mm-hmm. by Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon. And you had um, uh, Daredevil guesting in issue number four, I think it was, or maybe three. It was early. And um, you had the Punisher tying him up, chaining him up, and getting... Daredevil to cry because the Punisher threatened to kill somebody and, and there was nothing that uh, Daredevil could do. Daredevil would not cry. He would not succumb to the Punisher in that way. Uh, he is a much stronger character than that, and I hated that. I hated the way that that character was treated with such disrespect. Um,
1: Garth Ennis hates superheroes. Hates them.
2: Yeah, he does. And I I despised what he did with that character. Um, I, sh- I granted Welcome Back Frank might be my all-time favorite Punisher story, but that is such a black mark on the story overall for me.
0: The least my least favorite part of the Daredevil series was the fucking red costume at the end. You oh, know what? That, it's fucking I, horrible. Is it really? It's awful.
1: I just <clears throat> didn't by the time you make it to the end I don't feel like you need the red costume. Like, I get why, because they tie it all in, and they make it make sense why, like, who builds the red costume for him, and why it has horns, and why he's the Daredevil, and all that stuff. All that makes sense, but I didn't need it. Like, I didn't want it. And by the time, if I have a major criticism of this series, the last episode, pretty anticlimactic, and... The costume and fight, I was like, I I I don't need it. Yeah, the co-
0: I think the costume just looks dumb. It looks like Chris Nolan's Batman costume. It's all fucking armor and it's it's not like in a lot of ways the Ben Affleck Daredevil costume looked better. But this one, like, there's no double D on the front, and I understand why. It's fine, but. It even like in the in the episode it doesn't even look red. It looks like black and purple. Even in the production stills, it looks. And by the time, time really you get dark, through, it does look all really these episodes, in. and he's wearing that black costume, and he looks so fucking cool. Because I don't know if it was always Charlie Cox or if it was a body double, but the stature of Daredevil and the big shoulders and the tight black shirt and like the defined pecs and the abs and everything looked just so fucking cool by the time you get to the red suit at the end where everything's really bulky and everything looks a little bit awkward and it kind of takes away from this guy's going out there in a fucking Under Armour shirt and a bandana Mm -hmm. to do this shit and now like I mean he's he can get shot with a fucking machine gun and he's gonna be fine Well, maybe they'll fix the costume for season two. I'd like to think so because in that final episode, it I fucking hated it. How? But my favorite part of the entire. But I
1: mean, the thought process of him armoring up, especially in the with what happens to him throughout the series, it makes total sense. He was like, "Man, I can't keep going out like this." It does, and so I like that. Right, I get that too because he gets fucked
0: up the entire time, and by the end, he's like, "I need something more." But the something more he needs is there's a bit where the guy that makes the suit has also made Wilson Fisk's suits. I believe it's the gladiator in the And there's kind of a comics. really, there's a Mithril I mean the element.
1: Mithril. There's a Mithril, Mithril, <laughs> element. There's a Mithril, Mithril <laughs> element. There's a really
0: light chain mail on the inside of Wilson Fisk's suits, and that's what it is. And you're like, oh, well, that's fucking awesome. Because now the skin-tight red daredevil suit is gonna be made out of this material and then it isn't it's just like maybe the under portion of it but there's big pec pads and shoulder pads and and uh ab in, pads in fairness it's not
1: like batman forever like it's a little bulked up but it's, it's no it's, it's like a chris nolan batman suit, or in line with the rest of the marvel universe which is what i think they were going for I mean, this doesn't look that far away from what Captain America wears in World. I get it. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Okay. I'm just saying that I think that the idea, even caps, is,
0: even even caps in the last two Captain America appearance appearances was a little bit lighter and sleeker. Okay. Like in the First Avenger. Yeah, caps kind of armored up. But by the time you get to Avengers and Age of Ultron everything's a little more
1: sleek i think that this is in line with that but that's i mean i agree that it didn't look as cool as i wanted it to it was super disappointing by the time that i saw it which is ironic because one of the big criticisms is you know going into this show was oh he's going to be wearing that black outfit the whole time when are we going to get the red Classic Daredevil, and by the end of the show, I didn't want it at all. I wanted the black yeah, Daredevil yeah, that's, that's outfit.
2: How I felt. It the made sense. The black. Like when you see production stills of Deadpool with the red
1: and the black, that looks cool. It's a vibrant red. Yeah, I right. mean, he looks. I right. mean, of all characters, that dude looks plucked out of the comic books. That looks like Deadpool. right. And
2: and they just they they did whatever the hell they damn well pleased with the Daredevil costume. You're looking at pictures of that like why why are you that's uh, there's nothing that irks me more than than changing stuff that is tried and true that has withstood the test of time
0: and it's changing it for the sake of changing it yeah um and none of the none of the google image stills looked looked as bad as watching it on the show like looking up images of the suit now i'm like yeah, I guess it. It, it looks still a little looks more red. in line with Cap's costume, but yeah, it in looks the show, still looks more so bulky. It still doesn't look red like oh, a devil. It's not red at all. It is. It's purplish maroon. And
1: black. I kind of think that they would have. I thought that they might have went red with it, and yeah, that's sort is, of my. That's probably the best. Yeah, that's best my, best my disappointment
0: compared to Cap's. Uh, I mean, they're they're really similar. They're similar. And that's my point. But in my, the show, Daredevils felt so much more bulkier than Caps, which
1: felt more like a traditional body Do suit. you agree that the eventual idea is to have Daredevil one day sit alongside some of those movie heroes? Do you think that that suit will show up? Because I think it will.
0: Yeah, but I, th- I think you can take the one we saw at the end, make all the black parts red, make all of it red, and it'll work just the same. agree. America's I mean, it doesn't great. need to be bright red. We can we can desaturate it a little bit. We can Zack Snyder it, if you wish. Fuck it.
1: Let's make it Netflix red. Why oh, not? Branding.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the series, but by the end, I was just like, oh, bring back the black suit. Is that is that Daredevil? Or that's is that Daredevil Ben Affleck? With, that's Daredevil. It's Daredevil. With some double, somebody photoshopped it to look like Batman. Even the Zack Snyder Batman looks a little little less armored up. Matt, I am bummed that you didn't enjoy Daredevil as much as we but did. But
1: what's funny is that anybody listening to this will think that we all hated it too. So there you I, go. You're not alone. We well, hate
2: Daredevil. we I do here. We look, talk shit. I really don't think that my criticisms are unfair. Uh, and I'm still going to finish the series, or well, the season... And I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with The Punisher. so. um, I
1: I think your main criticism that it's slow is... I think it's deliberately building character and building the story in maybe a slower way than you're used to. Maybe. But I I don't disagree with it. I just think that it's a choice. Yeah. And um, I think that it pays off in the way that you can see how they can spend the time to stick around and you get the kingpin's origin in not a forced way mm-hmm. you get to find out even if we don't all like it you get to see matt murdoch and foggy and the beginnings of their relationship when they flash back to whenever they were in college together mm-hmm. you get to see a lot of those things and they build those in you know 12 13 episodes in a way that you don't see in other network TVs. I think that they they can spend the time with these characters in a way that Netflix and HBO model, it's built for these kinds of right. stories and this right. kind of storytelling. And I'm
2: excited about that prospect because um, you know, HBO has done a few shows that I really, really got invested in, like Game of Thrones and True Detective. So um, while Daredevil hasn't achieved that yet, it has been four episodes. There's still nine more to go. So it's
0: a long way to go. Yeah, pretty pretty good series. Um, I was really impressed by it, not being a Daredevil guy. Like, I, I, I don't know, maybe that put me in a better place because I didn't have anything to compare.
2: What to. put you in the best place of all is that it's television. You thrive on television. That's your thing. Um, I do. I, it's not my preferred way of telling visual stories um again i think that a lot of times the pacing can be too slow um you know even in things that i love like game of thrones i think there are those moments where you're just like okay get on with it
0: i i don't i don't like that there's there's even bits in game of thrones where like all the cersei stuff i'm like who cares go back to Tyrion. Just like Daredevil, where it's foggy and care, and I'm like, who cares? Go back to Matt. No, you get that in any series, right? Right? Yeah, I think so.
1: I think the way that this is uh, set up, you got the best Marvel villain. I don't know how they're going to compete with the Kingpin in any other, any other movie, any other. He he's just so. He's so layered, so menacing. Does it? And well, they kind of, because they they don't have the time. Unless you get into
0: a villain from Iron Fist or Luke Cage. Does it Jessica feel Jones. like uh, true?
1: I mean, but who knows what the who knows what the second round of Marvel shows will be on Netflix? Maybe it's a super successful model, and they'll even put somebody else in there that we never would expect. So I mean, who knew? S- a uh, hero in there with a villain that we wouldn't expect, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Where
0: the, What I was going to contradict you with is I thought you were saying that, who knows, maybe Corey stole an Ant-Man may have the emotional depth of no. a kingpin. I don't think there's someone else in a Marvel cinematic movie I don't think that you, would have the emotional depth of the kingpin. I don't which we're not
1: going to see. No, you I don't think that you can match the storytelling of the TV Netflix model. Right. Netflix yeah. HBO specific like not TV because you drag things out. With All right. If we're going to get a rival it's going so, to be on Netflix right. in in like a more mature kind of storytelling. I don't even. know, I don't know who it would be, though. That's uh, I the don't thing. Either.
0: I don't even know who those do Iron Fist or Blue Cage
1: fight. <laughs> yeah, like who's Jessica Jones' big fucking bad guy? Shopping, ladies. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so funny.
0: That's what we're going to go out on tonight. <laughs> be being the dick of the podcast. Thank you to everyone for listening tonight. I think we all had a good time. Right, Matt? I agree. Yeah? Yeah, Yeah, Ian? Two thumbs up. Double thumbs. Deuce thumbs. Deuce thumbs. My name is Paul McGinty. Ian Sharpley. Matt Casale. We'll see you next time. I hate this hour-long format. I hate it so fucking bad.